Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. Hey everyone, how you doing today? It is Wednesday and we are talking mortgages with Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Hey man, one of the videos I knew we had to create is I want to pull up a, a I don't know what you would call it, a closing statement. The one with all those goddamn fees. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to walk, uh, walk through it and, uh, you know, just go fee by fee, talk about what it is, why it's there, who gets what money. And, you know, hopefully we can help answer some questions for folks. So when they get their fee sheet, they're not just aghast at where the hell all this money is going. Is that cool? No, for sure. Yeah. And this is basically uh, a Zoom call I have or a Loom video I send to people that are getting pre-approved because there's a bunch of numbers, there's a bunch of stuff going on. And rather than have, you know, a client who's stressed out, not understanding what they're signing. Um, I try to, I try to do a little, you know, offense up there front and show them the stuff before, uh, Smart before man. they get in the contract. Yep. Smart man. Well, why don't you bring it up and I will just uh, sit tight and uh, let you go through it. I'll ask you questions if I have any. Okay. But yeah. We can, uh... we can pretend like, you know, you're a buyer. And oh, I'll there show we go. You. Sure. And so, uh, okay. um, this is what it's going to look like. I took obviously date and the applicant's name and the property on there. And, and this is uh, a loan estimate style estimate that we put together so that, you know, before anyone's in contract and they see this, they get familiar with kind of how it's formatted. Hey, Matt, do me a favor down in the bottom, right. Can you make this just a little bigger, a um, little slider over a little bit more? Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. We'll zoom in. There we go. There you go. Nice. Um, okay. And so now I can read it. So when initial disclosures go out, when you buy a house, mm -hmm. this is exactly what it looks like. And it's formatted with these same A, B, C, D type buckets mm -hmm. where, where costs are. And so I send this to somebody and I tell them, hey, I know you're looking in this range. The cool part is we've got formulas for all these things. So I tell them they can change box 10. And, and Mike, you're looking between 450 and 500,000. You're putting 5% down. Go ahead and change this to 485 because okay. your agent told you you'd have to offer 485. Everything else will auto-populate. You can see what your monthly payment is. You can see the taxes. And these, you know, one and a quarter in a lot of um, areas around me, a lot of California, frankly. And, um, you know, homeowner's insurance is something you purchase, but this is a good ballpark estimate of what it's going to be. And then, you know, based on your FICO, you're going to pay a, a mortgage insurance payment based on what mm -hmm. your loan amount is. Okay. And so um, this section up here is basically your projected payment. And we give this to folks so that they can play with it and type in 470, have that conversation with whoever they're buying the house with to say, is this 2474 a payment we're comfortable with per month? And, and that's really what I encourage folks to do is get dialed in, get really clear on, you know, we're trying to stay under 
$2,500 a month. Let's see what that equates to on a purchase price and then know that before you're going out there shopping, considering putting in offers. So um, I'll just go through, stop me at any time and tell me if you have questions because mm -hmm. I'm sure um, folks as I'm going through. Yeah, so um, what, I, what I would say is, again, if you go to the top, kind of just summarizing, the first one is, hey, this is, that's the house. How much house are you buying? Right. Below that is, here's your fully burdened cost, which, oh, by the way, is more than just the mortgage payment. It's taxes and insurance, right? So that's, right. How it, that's how you should be looking at it. I've seen too many people take the 1836, which is your first number, and think that's the cost. And what right. you're doing here is you're like, no, people, a house is more than that. And uh, I like how you do that. It's just right up front. So uh, yeah, nicely I mean, because you'll get mailers, you know, that show some interest rate that's crazy because there's a huge cost attached to that. And then, you know, 17, 13 a month is your payment. And that's what gets people in trouble when they're looking at yeah, online exactly. calculators is they're just looking at the principal and interest. There's no house you can buy in California where you don't pay property taxes. <laughs> you don't pay homeowners insurance. You don't pay more insurance. Yeah, so, it doesn't so, exist. Yeah, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry to spoil that. So I'll, I'll jump into it. This line right here is important. And really box A is the only place you're gonna see any charges uh, from the lender. And when I say the lender, I'm talking about us as the broker and the lender we're sending the deal to. Because me personally as a broker, like we talked about in another video, there's no charge. I'm getting paid from the lender. The consumer's not paying anything. Mm -hmm. This 1055 happens to be the flat fee that this lender, United Wholesale Mortgage, is charging. Some of them are 1095, some are 1250, some are 1495, but it's it's gonna be in that range. Mm -hmm. And then 695 is a is a pretty popular processing fee. I pay my processor directly. I don't pass that charge on to the consumer. I could, I just choose not to. And I just want to give folks a good deal and do a lot of deals. Nice. So that's, so let's that's define it. a point for someone. Let's talk about that. Right. right. And that's what I was going to get into oh, um, next, because this, this one's important and it's something that I tell people I've made videos on how to compare loans, apples to apples. You might see, and I'll do this because I think it's helpful for people. I'll give people options when they're looking and they'll say, oh, I talked to somebody who told me I could get a 2.375 on a 30 year fixed. And you could right here, you're gonna pay, let's call it, I'll do some quick math. Let's call it a point and a half and then I'll explain what a point and a half is. I was gonna try to guess, but I'll look for, Yep. Video's sake, we'll make it a real number. There you go. So this 6769, when I say a point and a half, one and a half points is 1.5% of your loan amount. Exactly. And you can basically choose any rate you want between 1.875 and the rate sheet might go to 3% or three and a quarter. The lower the rate is, the more you pay up front. And those are called points. The higher the rate is, the less you pay up front. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, in general, we are recommending somewhere near zero points being paid. Yeah. 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 I agree. I mean, you run the math, how long are you going to hold it? You're going to live there, you know, all of that right. stuff. And we can actually see it right here. If mm -hmm. we want to do that analysis for somebody, 
and, and this was a guess, but I'm guessing it's pretty close. It might yeah. even be more like 1.8 points. But if, if this scenario was a legit one, yeah. you would save $82 a month and you'd pay $67.69 up front. It would take you over seven years to break even. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a hard no for me. Right, right. And I don't think many people, um, if, if, if they truly understand it, are going to pay that much in today's dollars. Mm-hmm. For, for future saving, especially when, you know, you're putting 5%, you're just, you, you're not going to be, you might be in this house for 10 years, but, but odds and statistics and history says that three to five years is that is the length of time you're, you're going to hold onto the same mortgage. So yeah. don't, don't pay to save money on your monthly payment eight years from now when you're likely not going to be there. So yeah, so uh, let's so I've heard points again in the industry, the slang called lots of different things like uh, rate buy down. Um, what are some other jargon that people throw around? Yeah, they'll throw origination or rate that buy down or points, but um, yeah. it'll be in box A. And whenever yeah. you're working with any lender, you're going to look in box A for charges because really there's a couple other line items I've seen because I have, I have people from all over the country send me loan estimates mm-hmm. and just say, hey, I follow you on YouTube. Can you take a look at this? Yep. And I've seen five or six line items. Um, loan administration fee and process. So, so to summarize right. box A, that is, those are the fees the mortgage broker or the bank put in for the loan. Right, okay. right. And, and yeah. And, and that's important when you're, when you're comparing loans side by side or you want to get an idea everything down is going to be third-party stuff that's the same regardless of who you're using exactly comparing look at box a and look at the interest rate perfect and love it you know, the rate and what you're paying for the rate is really what you want to compare because then you'll get into an appraisal that's the same cost no matter who you use yep uh, credit report and we just talked about it about um you know credit report is 31 dollars we put 60 here and this is what all the disclosures look like because there's instances where credit needs to be repulled. Mm-hmm. And, and so if it does, we can't, you know, disclose mm-hmm. it at $31 and then change this later. You'll see this fee and some other stuff that can and will uh, change for the better. And so you'll get final loan documents and this says $31 because that's what it truly cost. Right. So it's just okay. disclosed at 60 because yeah. in case, in case, you know, and, and really these loan estimates, there's so many rules in place. Hmm. It can't get worse. We can't disclose to you $20. And, and this has happened in 2020, Mike, we disclosed to you 475 for an appraisal. Appraisers are so busy and your property happens to be kind of rural and no appraiser will do it for less than 825. And you yeah. know what happens in that case? Mr. Matt, the mortgage guy eats yeah. uh, 325 bucks because, or 350 yep. because um, you we disclosed 475, but yeah. I, can't, I can't disclose this and then um, That's funny. That's come funny. back and charge you more. So um, these are all third-party fees and, and box C is basically all title fees. Yep. You know, you've got an endorsement fee, a mobile notary fee, um, lender's title, and again, what those I, will be same, those will be same, same. Right. And I tell this to everybody who I walk through this with per sales contract, I'm giving you the worst case scenario. This title coverage might be split 50, 50 with buyer and seller. 
yeah. there's transfer tax that's probably 90% of the time paid by the seller. But if you go off this as kind of a worst case, then it's a nice surprise when it's $2,500 cheaper. So, you know, prepare, your, yeah, prepare yourself for this and then you'll, you'll be happily surprised when it comes back and, you know, instead of having to bring 38,000 to close, you only have to bring 36 or whatever the number is. So yep. um, title fees here and, and, you know, boxes A, B and C, they, they bucket here and they say total loan costs. Gotcha. And then um, this one, I think, is only a few years old. Something got passed where they wanted to fund low-income housing. Ah. And so there's, there's a special new uh, recording fee that you can't avoid it. I'm sorry. Um, and it might just be a California thing. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. it, is. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure it is. You're, you're going you're to see that line item, and that's your uh, support for um, low income housing, which, which is needed. We just hope that, you know, the powers that be when they get the funds, they use it appropriately, which well, that's a, that's a different conversation. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, transfer taxes more than likely going to be paid by the seller, but let's put it there just in case. Nice. Um, F and G are, are important. And I think this is one that a lot of folks, um, don't understand or they get confused when you, when you, get a mortgage and you're buying a house, 95% of people pay their tax and insurance through their mortgage. Mm -hmm. And they do that with what's called an escrow account. I've got another video on my channel that goes over how escrow accounts work, but essentially you're paying money into a piggy bank. And this piggy bank is going to disperse property taxes to the county and it's going to disperse your homeowner's insurance to farmers or state farm or wherever you use. And so at the beginning, we've got to put funds in that piggy bank because when the, the county comes knocking and they've got a six month installment of $2,900 due on April 10th, there, that money needs to be in that account to disperse. So when you close, it's fairly common that you pay the, the full premium for the 12 months homeowner's insurance, and then a few months of quote unquote reserves. Mm -hmm. I explain this so many times and I hope that I'm getting better at it because mm -hmm. people have a hard time. Oh, I, I'm double paying. Let's say we close in January. You mm -hmm. pay the first year of homeowner's insurance of 950. No, no February payment. The first time you're paying into that escrow account, a little bit towards next year's is not until March. Yeah. So we really only got 10 months until another 950 is due. Correct. That's why there's a few months of buffer built in because you're going to pay every month a little bit more, a little bit, you know, basically one twelfth of what your homeowner's insurance is. Mm -hmm. And so that when it comes due next March or even in December, when they're going to disperse it, mm -hmm. they've got enough money in there to pay it. And the same thing with property taxes. Yep. Property tax installment gets paid. They collect a couple months of buffer. Um, they're, they're not allowed to hold too much of your funds. So if there's too much, they'll refund you when they do. Uh, every, every 12 months, yep. Right, yeah, they, they'll do that escrow analysis usually in the summertime for most servicers. And they've, they've got a certain amount they want to hold and they've got a minimum and they've got a, a maximum where we're not allowed to hold this much. And so if there's too much, they refund you. If there's not enough, they say, hey, Mike, we got to up your payment by $14 a month because we, 
miscalculated what your tax and insurance are. So if you have questions on that, totally common, Google how do escrow accounts work mm -hmm. um, or search it on YouTube and, and type in Matt, the mortgage guy. And I hope that video explains that well. Yeah, what I would tell investors, if you're doing this and you're given the option, I, I just escrow everything. It's easier. It's two less bills I have to pay, two less bills I have to track. Uh, right. There is a yearly adjustment. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. Uh, it's usually a handful of dollars. You know, it's seven, eight, four. I mean, 13. It's, I haven't I, seen one be hundreds. Yeah, and I think people, for whatever reason, I, I'm, I want to do that on my own. I don't want them holding Trust me, you money. don't want to do that. <laughs> you, you, you realize it's a service. It's a service you get for free. They don't charge you anything. There's no Amen. extra charge for them to do it. And yeah, you just don't have to remember. It's helping you budget too. Mm -hmm. If this thing comes up and you got a $3,000 property tax bill and $1,000 due to homeowners and you haven't budgeted for it, yep. that's not the place you want to be in. So I, I agree with that statement. Just um, pay it through the, the mortgage and and be done with it. You can, you can waive escrows and yeah. pay it separately. I just don't advise to do that, but there are still the 5% or so that, um, you yeah. know, they, okay. they want the control. So it's up to them. More power to you. Uh, home warranty is something that's totally optional. And so this is here kind of as a placeholder. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what the percentages are. Maybe one in three people get a home warranty nowadays. Um, okay. I won't give my personal opinion on those, but yeah. um, that's there. Yeah. Um, the, the title policy is something that, like I said, may or may not be split with the seller. Mm -hmm. And um, somewhere on these disclosures, it talks about um, optional. I think it might say here. Um, optional section, yeah. Yeah, but in California, it's mandatory from last I, I heard. And a title policy for anybody who doesn't understand is protecting you as the consumer from a roofer coming and saying, oh, you owe me $12,000 placing a mechanics lien all that stuff that is, is well worth it is, is the moral of the story. Yeah. And I mean, I will get a, everything I buy has a title policy. I, I have waived inspections. I have waived all kinds of things. I will never, ever, 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 ever waive title insurance. Never not right. going to happen. Yeah. And for, for some reason, because it's the verbiage States optional, I'll get people saying, do I need that? Uh, but you don't want to buy a half a million dollar asset and have to deal with any issues on title, any cloud on title, because it does happen. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one in 200 cases or whatever it ends up being, there is some cloud on title that title missed mm -hmm. because they're doing the search beforehand. Mm -hmm. But if they missed it, they're liable for it. So exactly. anybody comes after you and says, hey, you know, there's a second on here from 2009 that, you know, Penny Mac paid, didn't yep. record or whatever mm -hmm. the heck it is. Title clears that up and they pay it and you're not liable. So make sure you do that. So um, that that's it down here in the, you know, the section that's other costs. And, and so on this scenario, we're putting 5% down mm -hmm. and on the very bottom, you've got your total cost, which is prepaying the escrows, title fees, lender fees. Some of this stuff is optional. So this is probably a high estimate. So I don't mm -hmm. want anybody telling me that this is something crazy because in the real world, this comes down a lot, but I'd rather yeah, uh, under promise and over deliver. And then this is the 5%. And so a lot of times people will get this sheet for me and say, Matt, does this include the down payment? Yes. Down payment, 
plus all the closing costs, 38,000, probably gonna be lower, but this is a good starting point to kind of understand what you're getting into. And in, in, the, in the real world, I'm getting this question quite a bit lately too. Mm -hmm. You get in the contract, you, you write it for 475, 1% is the common earnest money deposit. So you're within 72 hours of getting into contract, sending a check to the title company for 4750. That 4750 is coming off this total due. So yep. that when you get the loan estimate, that 4750 deposit is there. And then you owe the 33 and whatever that number is um, towards the end of that 25 day or 30 day escrow. So that's that's that. Did you have any questions that stuck out, Mike, on this? And No, I think that was very well done. I, again, the one for folks that I hear, I guess the questions I get most often from folks, what are points? So we've answered that very well. Um, yeah, no, I think you did a great job. And again, folks, if you want to go through this again, rewind the video, play it again. Uh, Matt, how can people follow you? Again, if they want to get a loan in California, where, where should they go? Matt at mattthemortgageguy.com is my email address. I've got somebody monitoring that. So nothing slips through the cracks. So that's, that's a really good way. And, uh, cool. you know, my website's got a little bit of information on there. I'm mattthemortgageguy.com. You can go to YouTube and search Matt the Mortgage Guy. Um, bunch of, you know, 300 plus videos now on mostly mortgage type stuff. And while I'm thinking about educational videos, I've done a lot on the points thing. And I think it's important. So I just want to revisit it a little bit, Mike. When you're listen, on the way into work today, I listened to a commercial where they talked about the 30 year being 2%. It's available. Just yeah. don't get fooled by it because, you know, three points, which is what some of these people are, are advertising 2% and then either call us for details or ramble through some quick fine print. If you're paying three points or, you know, 13,500 for this rate, Eesh. it's, it's just, it's not a good decision from a math perspective. Oh, it looks great to save $160, but you know, it's going to take you 200 months to break Ugh. even or some ridiculous thing. So yeah. that's, that's the, the little fine print that has to do with points that I see so often. And it drives me absolutely bonkers. I literally heard a commercial today. They talked about a 30 year fixed at 2%. And I'll tell you that all of the rates are available, 1.875, 2%, all the way up to three. There's a reason why 90% of the mortgages are written, you know, zero points, half a point around here, because this, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this is not a good loan for a consumer. No, not it at all. only makes for good marketing and it only gets the phones ringing or whatever these marketers are planning for. And I tell people, I know that marketing works because people keep frigging doing it. And if it didn't work, they wouldn't do they it. They wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> Don't be fooled. Be a smarter consumer than that. There you go. There you go. Well, <laughs> well, this was very helpful. I'm glad we did this video, man. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.